Dear sex diary, yes, I had another sex dream. Yay! They are so awesome. The other day, I was scrolling through Instagram, looking at those buffet guys and like some of their pictures, hoping they will notice me. And one of the fit guy, I don't know which one it was, but he popped up in my dream with his buff ass body and stuff. It, I felt his penetration. Oh my god! Like usually when I have a sex dream, I feel that arousal and that orgasm, and he's not touching me that much. But this time, I did not have an orgasm, but I did feel his penetration. That's that's kind of good. Okay, and that is why I wake up energized. You know, when guys are done, they're dead. We women were energized. Let's go for the day. This sounds extreme for new listeners about sex and orgasm dream. If you have listened to the previous episode, then you know what I mean. Because we are moving on to this week's topic. After the week of that episode, I had encountered a lot of people who can relate to the sex dream online as well as offline, and were super open about it. I even helped them realize. Their meaning of their dreams. What I've noticed is that they keep all those dreams to themselves, until they hear me and we share them. How cool is that? Or the fact they never heard of sex dream and so got intrigued by it. And at last, at the end of the episode, I have stated myself the question: Should I tell that person I had sex dream about them and vice versa? Like,、uh, if you have sex dream about me, please let me know. Although I don't need to hear the details, the other sex dreams I have, I still need to debate if I should tell those people. And of course, after that, I was hoping for more sex dreams.、Um, but you know, dreams can deny my wish sometimes, right? Anyways, how y'all feeling? Your body sitting tight on you and your soul because you can have those ups and down and that detachment with your mind, right? When you're mentally motivated, but your body is like. Fuck you. In my case, my hunger hormones was peaking after last weekend. I am annoyed with my body system, although I accept that stage. But I just need to figure out where that comes from. It's not balanced. It probably has something to do with my leptin and ghrelin hormones. Although I have a big hunch why my body is imbalanced. Let me tell you the reason. Um, short recap of my last weekend. I was in Germany for the weekend, right? And a friend of mine was DJing in Dortmund. His friends came, and so we were with a group of twelve people. And we arrived there late afternoon. Had talks, and still needed to organize some stuff: hotel check-ins, COVID speed test, dinner, and a lot of waiting game. Okay, you're in a group. We arrived there on Friday, and the party was in the evening till Saturday morning, seven a.m. Okay, and here's the deal: everyone was checking in for the hotel. I didn't because I don't need a hotel room. I work on Sunday and I already exchanged and asked free on Sundays too many times, so I cannot cancel out on that Sunday too. And I was planning on sleeping and editing on the remaining Saturday, and thus no hotel room booking for me, which means I have to pull an all-nighter. Now straight after the party, I got my stuff and went to the train station, which is not that far, ten minutes walking, and it was snowing the day before. And I didn't care if the train did ride or not; I would find a solution. Anyways, I got there, I got the train ticket, and then、uh, home safe, edit done, sleeping, five p.m. Boom! And guess what? No alcohol, no smoking, no drugs, all the way through. 
I was flying on three Red Bulls only. And talking about music, that weekend it was techno. And of course, I'm going to share music with you guys as usual. There is this particular DJ that I know very well, and that is Joris Thürenhaus. Hey! And he was playing in Dortmund in Germany that weekend. So, enjoy! I have mentioned about ghrelin and leptin, and this is connected to the topic health. And what particular in health? Dear diary, bulimia nervosa. No one is expecting this because it's something you don't see. Bulimia nervosa is an eating disorder, and thus it's all in the mind. If you don't want to hear this talk, this is your chance. Stop, exit, go listen to your student house, and have a little self-dance battle. But I'm going to continue for the ones who still want to listen, I guess. So, why am I going to tell you this? Because this is part of what I had gone through and it's something a lot of people are ashamed of um, to tell. But I find this relatively normal to talk about, even though the act is not normal. And this week I feel my health and hunger hormone is off balance and I want to check up on it. Eating disorder is a sensitive topic for those who are not familiar with. You'll be like, oh shit, what kind of questions can I ask? Or should we even continue talking about it? And this is exactly why I'm going to implement in the podcast. Talking face-to-face can make the listener feel kind of bad for the person. Or they just don't know what to say. What are the appropriate questions? And so all you have to do is to listen. This will be only from my experience. And these are the questions I will cover. What is bulimia nervosa? What caused this? What are the routines I had and the risks that are related? Who knows about this? How did you overcome the eating disorder or not? And maybe some tips on how to improve your lifestyle and your health. Let's talk about the basic information about bulimia. So bulimia nervosa or just bulimia is a psychological eating disorder in which you have episodes of binge eating. You have no sense of self-control and you don't care what you eat. But afterwards, you try to inappropriately get rid of the food right away too. So either by vomiting, taking laxative or restricting food for several days. You do this all in secret because you feel ashamed of your activity, but you feel relief after that. People who have this eating disorder are normal weight, but are very conscious about their body image and are afraid of gaining weight. The exact cause of bulimia... Research suggests that it's a mixture of certain personality traits, emotions, and thinking patterns, as well as biological and environmental factors, might be responsible. This eating disorder may begin with dissatisfaction with our body and extreme concern with your size and shape. Usually, you have low self-esteem and fear becoming overweight. Now, the effect slightly depends on each person. I will talk about my circumstance later. There are causes and risks attached, of course, and when repeating the act of bulimia on a regular basis, it has some effect, especially on the body. Well, some effects, a lot of effects on the body. There are several famous traits that I have found with my body. So, for example, sore throat. First, I can vomit on demand, stick the finger and flow. I had done plenty that it even started to bleed. Vomiting is connected to the glands right under the cheeks so that it swells up too as well. So you can recognize by the puffy face. So I try to time on the day. It's insane. At a later stage, I also started to get those bloodshot eyes. 
um, and also some red dots on my cheeks. And those red dots on my cheeks would not go away after several days of healing. What also happened is there is this irregular stool patterns, very little, and that turns to constipation. Your butthole gets tighter and tighter. So if you all of a sudden have a big stool, that's a little harder to push, okay? Another effect on the body is due to the bitter vomit and the bile. It has effect on your teeth. It causes corrosion in your teeth. So I made sure to brush my teeth afterwards and thoroughly. Your dentist can track several eating disorders as well. Although my dentist did not find any, or at least they did not say anything. I, that would be weird if they didn't say anything. But essentially they can detect that. Um, but I knew the risk information in advance, but I thought, nah, this would not happen to me to this certain extent, mm, -mm. but, um, so it did. And weird what I'm about to say next is that there are some kind of good risks on this, or for the circumstance I was in, and I will tell you why later. But first, uh, let me tell you the cause of this. Bulimia can start from a very early age, especially in the teens and young adults, and mainly in females as well. Back in episode number five, call it, uh, the episode called Just Give Me Spirits, I have mentioned about feeding patterns on post-adoption. The lack of food quantity and the ultra-ultra-healthy diet. If you have not listened to this, then I suggest you go back. But eating disorder does not come from the past, actually. I have created it myself at a later age. I have always done sports my whole life, so I eat what I want and I had a well-balanced life. I was living with my parents, they took care of me, all I had to do is to take care of my homework. I didn't know the existence of eating disorder either. After graduation high school in Rotterdam, I went on a gap year for 8 months traveling, mainly New Zealand and 1 month Cambodia. No one told me what to do. Freedom! So I tried so many pastries, because I'm a sweet tooth, okay? Money goes to the cookies, money goes to the cakes, money goes to the chocolate. And when I came back for studies, then I was living basically on my own. And the switch from international school to a Dutch system was harsh on me. I had very little social life. People from studies, I don't, like, they're 99% Dutch people. So I don't get them, they don't get me. And I had no part-time job. I didn't do sport. I was very behind with social life. So it was an ultra boring life. I did well on school. No one has to notice me. And I can eat whatever I want. Although I was never fat. Um, until there was this period that I thought of why I am eating if you are not even that hungry. So I tested to stop eating until I begin to crave. And dinner? Sometimes I'll take an apple. I just made sure I had something to eat, but an apple was enough to fill. Calculated that was 600 to 800 calories a day. Yeah, and by that I lost weight. Not anorexic, but slim. Not only that, this is the part where I implement the good risk part. I was low on hunger hormones already, so it was super easy to manage the eating disorder habit. My skin got super clear and tight. I had no outbreaks, um, I was, my skin was hydrated, it was very supple, I had low appetite already, and little grocery needed, so I kind of saved up money. 
and your taste buttons, it gotta cleanse as well. When you only eat apples and soups and crackers for a while and you go back to junk, it really tastes nasty. Like, what the fuck am I eating? What, why, why am I eating this? And since then, I thought, I should lower the junk intake. And I got a sharper mind. Like, I wake up every day with a super clear mind, no baggy eyes even. My eyes were wide open. I slept better. No mood swings. My energy was even high. This is not because my body is on alert mode. You are basically detoxing your body. These traits of positive risk also cure with Ramadan. You are fasting for a month and what you notice is that you are detoxing getting rid of all the impurities, mentally as well as physically. And in the end, you have clarity and full of energy. I had been doing this two to three months. And so in all, bulimia arise due to the lack of social life I had and thus questioned myself if I was valid. Instead of blaming on my mental health for who I am as a person, I blamed it on my appearance. Because that is what people see first, right? And despite I found a job and through there I built a social life, I still kept the bad habits on low tide from everyone because I like the fact that I can lose weight through this method. It's really shitty, I know. Am I, you know, am I approachable with this appearance? So, yeah. Very little people know about this. None of the men I have dated knows. None of the family members knows. I wasn't diagnosed by a doctor. These symptoms are rather easy to pinpoint. There is something wrong, okay? So I don't need a doctor. I am the doctor, googling myself up. But okay, only five girls' friends knows about this. I had several moments to stop this, you know, bullshit. But I kept on going because I was looking for that self-validation in my appearance. To be ready to meet new people with the new me, I guess. And that was stronger than my mental health. Really, it's fucked up. We all know you don't need the appearance for validation. It's about you, the soul that is in that body, apparently. Now you people know about this too. Eating disorder does not go away within several months or a year. Now depending on several factors, it may take several years to find recovery from bulimia. The repetitive and harmful behavior associated with bulimia must be replaced with healthier coping mechanism, which takes time and dedication to a new way of thinking and reacting to situations. I ended up in this food wholesale as a part-time job at the fruit and vegetable department. Not on purpose to cure my bulimia, it just happened that I worked there. And there I learned so much about food varieties. Besides the names, the cool colors and the smell, so cool, and there was a lot of tasting. And because of the many outcomes of food mixtures, I put myself in this experimental state. Slowly, I incorporated recipes and nutrition information in my diet. I want to learn and remember the food varieties, and a way to do that is to put in an active use. And that is the Monday food quiz on Instagram. For those who follow me there, you now understand why I do this, why I incorporate the quiz to keep myself learning about food. And at the same time, apparently you guys learn interactively too. And then a year later, I finally went to the gym. I had a little help from my roommate to go together. And sport and diet really did help cure my bulimia. Although I still have some tick so here and there, but I manage pretty well now. I live a more balanced life. 
And in total, I think I was having eating disorder for about three years. I was shocked when I calculated the time back. Like, fuck, I did not realize I have been doing this for so long. I will not fall back on that pattern because I have a fit lifestyle and I am aware of my mental health. So I don't worry about that. You guys don't have to worry about that. Um, I am aware that someone like me with eating disorder could be a turnoff for someone one day. And or it freaks people out. Yes, it's a sensitive topic. Mm, Oh well, 99.9% of the world's population don't know me. I don't care anymore and you shouldn't care. I don't want you to care. It just happened my diary is a public one. And I am aware that by saying all this, it can impact the young ones who are listening right now towards the wrong direction. Because this could sound like an attractive alternative to slim down, but that is what I thought as well. Just know it was a waste of time sitting near the toilet too many times and a waste of money for the food that you vomit out while it could have been nutritious and a waste of energy to time it all to vomit, a waste of time to even think about that your personality is not attractive and thus punishing your body for it. That's not fair. I'm not saving people's lives. I'm saying to myself and realize that all those years was nonsense. I still do have those eating disorder tics, like the urge to indulge myself with nasty food, and I know I can, but I learned to balance and control the intake. I learned the 70% mindful full eating, learned the nutritious I need and the impact of it. I have mentioned leptin and ghrelin hormones in the beginning of the episode. Also with the weekend, why I have been craving for several days, because my hunger hormones were off balance. This is why. Leptin and ghrelin. These two hormones go hand in hand. It makes sure you don't get too fat or too skinny by controlling hunger behaviors. They are always in your system, just different levels. Leptin, which is produced by the adipose tissue, its main function is to suppress hunger feelings. So if we have high level of leptin, it means you are not hungry. So if we sleep too little, it causes this hormone to be out of balance. If you sleep less than 4 hours a night, this hormone works less efficient, which ensures that you are more hungry during the day. Listen carefully. So by sleeping more, we have less appetite. This is why sleeping is so important. You lose more weight because you eat less. Duh! The other hormone, which is ghrelin, which is the opposite effect. You can remember this by ghrelin, growl, growling, mm, hunger, craving. Ghrelin increases your appetite before meals and decrease after meals because you feel full. Now this explains... I now know why my ghrelin was super high after that weekend. I messed up my leptin due to the lack of sleep and therefore I had a lot of hunger the next several days. So, problem solved. By this, I just know what to do. Just eat, sport a little, enjoy, and that's it. Yeah. So, for the people who go out again and pull an all-nighter or, you know, go to bed at 4 a.m., Just know the next day you will be craving. That's why you eat McDonald's. That's why you're eating a pizza because you are craving. But you can still crave for a better option, okay? This is my opinion. Whenever I go out after an all-nighter, I tend to rather eat protein stuff um, and a healthier diet instead of getting, you know, those Papa John pizzas or, um, you know, McDonald's. So 
you can always go for a better option, even though you're craving. So, that said, yeah. I think everybody agrees that when you are young, you don't understand to the fullest what the elders are saying, and sometimes not wanting to understand what they have to say either. The youngsters think they know it all. I too was one of them, especially in food. Why do you think grandma's going after you with a spoon? Or your mom saying, finish your plate, you ungrateful shit. Or stop eating junk, it's bad for your bloodstream. And I'll say, I don't care about my bloodstream, they just need to do their work. Bitch, shut up! Apart from the beauty colors of the food, the tastiness, the pretty styling, you also have to look at the nutrition, what soulful effects it has on you. One of the eating disorder tick I also have is the constant check of the calorie on packages as well as on the app. I want to have the lowest calorie, not the carbs, but the lowest calorie. This tick is okay because I changed the bad habit to a good mechanism. Instead of checking the calorie, I check the macronutrients. Just like all fitness people, they are tracking down their food intake to maximize their fitness goal. And I stand for the calorie and nutrition check. Because this way you learn what you consume. Not only the basic macronutrients, but also the food importation, the company who made this. Is this a reliable source? If I'm going to eat this, will I fart? Like, oh, I'm going to the movie tomorrow. I better not eat Brussels sprouts. Let's add something about sex. So, for example, my colleague, he said that if he eats very spicy food and he has sex, then his sperm will be very spicy. So the woman, they're not happy with what he was eating. So it burns in her VG, so... She was not happy, of course. It really depends each person what impact the food has. Find out what you need to watch out for. But yeah, food wholesale where I work really helped me. I don't need to continue this talk. I think you know what I mean. I'm going to bed, hoping for an orgasm dream. Think this is my new slogan. Hoping for an orgasm dream. What are you guys' plan next week? This week I'm chilling at my parents' place. Playing the child being taken care of, have a little isolation, like I said mentioned in the previous episode. And my parents' place, they have snack traps everywhere. And this eating disorder is something they still don't know. Okay, cool. Um, But yeah, be your own nutritionist. Have a nice day, have a nice week, have a nice weekend. You'll hear from me soon. Cheers!